WLW Sports in the half finds the Bad Axe Hatchets dominating the first two quarters of play, 28-6. Over their host, the Harbor Beach Pirates, Bad Axe with a total of 297 yards of offense compared to Harbor Beach's 95, 80 of those coming in just one play. We'll have all the details upcoming in your halftime show in week number one of the MHSA Football 2021 season on Sports Radio 1021. Listening to the WLEW Sports Network, we played 24 minutes of play, and it's been all bad acts. They lead 28 to six over Harbor Beach. And Dave Hansen wants to tell us how we got to this 28 to six point ball game. Well, after a long, slow drive, bad acts takes up almost the entire first quarter. 18 plays later, Keaton Brown scores on a one-yard run. Minehold with the extra point, seven nothing to end the first quarter. Second quarter, right out of the gate, Keaton Brown explodes for a 46-yard touchdown run shortly after a Harbor Beach turnover. The extra point is good; it's 14 to nothing. But Harbor Beach would respond. Tan Babcock hits Luke Woodkey on an 80-yard throw and catch. Two-point conversion, no good. Bad X still has the lead, 14 to six. Bad X though will score twice uninterrupted, starting with a Keaton Brown. Meinhold touchdown pass 66 yards later. The extra point is good. And Badax would score a fourth time. This time on third down, they would hit McPhee on a 12-yard touchdown pass. The extra point good again. And with 18 seconds to go, that would be it for the scoring. And Badax with the lead over Harbor Beach 28-6. to Badax altogether has 297 yards of offense on 38 plays. 27 of those are rushing the ball. Seven completions and 11 attempts. For 146 yards, 27 carries, 151 yards. Very well-balanced ball game from the hatches through two quarters. Four scores, of course, two rushing, two passing, and they're averaging 7.8 yards per carry. Leading the way on the rushing side would be Keaton Brown, acting quarterback, wingback, whatever you'd like to call him on the single-wing offense. 18 carries, 122 yards, and two touchdowns, averaging nearly just under seven yards per carry, as long as his 46 yards. And he's carried the ball 67% of the time. Through the air, he's 7-11 for 146 yards and two touchdowns. His long is a 66-yard pass to Griffin Meinhold, which went to the end zone for a score. Griffin Meinhold has two receptions for 77 yards on two targets. Jake McPhee, three receptions on five targets for 47 yards and a score. Then one reception each for Jack Collinsworth and Drayden Romas, 12 yards in 10 yards. On for Harbor Beach, not a whole lot to talk about here. They've played 10 plays of offense in the entire evening for 95 yards, 80 of those coming on one play, like we said. Tan Babcock at quarterback is your leading rusher with three carries for 14 yards. Luke Woodkey, one carry for one yard, and Caden Boyden, one carry for zero yards and a fumble. On the passing game, Tan Babcock, one completion for, uh, out of five attempts for 80 yards. That went for the score to Luke Woodkey 
who is the only reception on three targets tonight on 80 yards. Another target to Matt Hessling and Troy Wells. Nothing, though, coming to fruition on those. All bad acts through 24 minutes. It's been a complete domination. They've made, they've made maybe two errors, and one of them was a blown coverage, which allowed yep. Luke Woodkey to slide out of the backfield right down the heart of the field, and Tan Babcock didn't miss him. Uh, so credit Babcock for a great throw there and Woodkey outrunning everybody else. And other than a couple penalties, Badax has played absolutely perfect tonight right out of the gate. Keaton Brown been the workhorse back. You can call him what you want. I told you his last night. I told you before the game started. Keaton Brown's the quarterback of this team, but he's going to run the football. He is a dual threat athlete. He's going to do it all. I did think Griffin Meinhold would be the next leading rusher. They haven't needed him. They haven't used him yet. Evan Shank and uh, McPhee are your lead blockers, and they have done a marvelous job tonight taking away the linebacking core and allowing Keaton Brown to get past the defensive line and then make decisions. He's getting three yards and then looking for the next hole to bust the big one. He's done it once tonight, and then when they need him to make throws, he's been very good tonight again, completing seven of 11 passes, and he had a couple more that could have gone his way, but no turnovers, a couple penalties, but otherwise, this Bad X Hatchet team is showing offensively that they can beat you any way they want to and showing a lot of trust in first-year varsity quarterback Keaton Brown, and he has rewarded them with some big plays in this game. Howard Beach has 43 tackles on defense. Bad X has six tackles because that's all they've really needed on 10 plays of offense for Howard Beach. One tackle apiece for Griffin Meinhold, as well as a fumble recovery. Jack Hollingsworth with one, as well as Devin Howard, Austin Vollmering, Sam Haas, and Hayden Miles. For the Harbor Beach defense, they, like I said, 43 tackles, no tackles for a loss, one penalty for five yards. Bannock has four penalties for 45 yards on the evening. Caden Boynton with nine tackles, Luke Woodkey with nine tackles, Grant Smiglinski at five, Tanton Babcock, Levi Klasky, Matt Hessling, Jace Knoblock, and Colin Rogamuck, each with three. Jacob Booms at two, as well as Shea Woodkey and Evan Miller with one tackle. No tackles for a loss for the Pirates, and plus, not to mention, 37 more tackles. Your defense has to be getting tired already at halftime. I- Bad X has enforced their will. They've done what they wanted. They wanted to showcase the running game, and it was a simple running game. Direct snaps to Keaton Brown, run right, run left. They haven't even started to scratch the surface of what their playbook can do. They've shown a couple plays where he has three routes to choose from. He's made excellent throws. He's made good decisions. Uh, One questionable one early, but got away with it and has done nothing but been spectacular ever since. And Harbor Beach doesn't have a clue what's next because it don't matter if they're running the ball, which they've gotten great gains, but when they drop back to throw, that Harbor Beach defense is not only not getting a pass rush, but they're getting beat in the secondary. So Bad Axe showcasing some speed, some size. It's the perfect combination. You have an athletic quarterback that can make all the throws, can run when the pocket breaks down. You have your red zone weapon in McPhee. You have Hollinsworth, who could pretty much do everything you ask, and you got your speed threat in Griffin Meinhold. They really do have and have showcased that perfect package tonight and have completely exposed a Harbor Beach defense that I said it early and I'll say it again. They look like they're a full guy short on defense. That's how impressive this this bad axe offense has been tonight. Another area of score, Sagan Novell leads Sandusky at halftime, 7-0. Burton Bendel leads Round City 12-6 at halftime. Millington over Cass City at halftime, 28-7. The only eight-player score we have is Morris disseminating Flint International, 44-0 still in the second quarter. 
Less than a minute to start until this second half is underway. Dave Hansen, what do you expect to see in this second half? More Ben X just doing what they wish to throughout the remaining 24 minutes. However, we struggling, might find the end zone one more time. Uh, I think you nailed it. I don't think anything's going to change in this game. I, I think Harbeach is going to attempt to change things. But you ran 10 plays of offense. 10. Your defense can't get off the field. Your offense has had one play worthy of talking about. You've turned the ball over. Uh, this has just been a complete learning experience and a knockdown effect early in this game how this season starts because the schedule has got ugly on it yet. Sandusky is a team that's only going to get better as they get reps in. This is a, this is a team that's going to need some work. And But look at the positives for the Hatchets. Yeah. This team is in, we talked about last night. They're in week the, three form already. This conference and their schedule is brutal. None of us gave them a lot of love, mostly because you had two unknowns who were going to be the top playmakers, and you had a schedule that is just awful. They are going to have to play good teams week in and week out, and so far I have been nothing but impressed with what the Hatchets have done on offense. They've barely had to even play on defense. That defense, I think, is very good. They haven't even, they've been on the field 10 times. That is it, and they've done their job other than one play. So right now... I think Hart Beach is going to completely go spread. They're going to try to do the read option with Babcock. And otherwise, these receivers are going to have to step up and make some catches. I think they almost virtually abandoned the running game to try to get back in this game. Well, run, abandon the run game. They have five carries for 15 yards. I, I think no, you I mean, have to spread that is, them. That is half their offense let so me, far. Let me rephrase. They're going to abandon the wing tee completely go, and yes. stick with the spread okay. and run about a third of the time from that formation. We're about ready to start there with the tee. The football just fell off the tee. as 12 minutes around the clock. Bannix, Harbor Beach won the toss to begin this game, but the only thing that's gone right for him so far tonight, and he elected to defer to the second half. So Bannix will be kicking off to Harbor Beach to start this third quarter with a score of 28-6. to Bannix leading the Harbor Beach Pirates in week number one of the 2021 MHSA football season. Bannix in the road, white uniforms, blue helmets with a hatchet on either side, a blue face mask, all white uniforms, blue numbers. Kick from Griffin Meinhold comes in and bounces at the 15 into the hands of Luke Woodkey. Takes a little time to get it at the 10. Shuffles his feet. Good block there away from Jake McPhee. Still across the 25. Still inside at the 35. Still across midfield and finally dragged down inside Badax territory at the 48-yard line. A 42-yard return for Luke Woodkey trying to instill some luster into this Harvey offense. Very patient. That ball kind of bounced on him at his feet. He picked it up, and he waited for a nice block. McPhee got blocked out of the play, and then Woodkey does the rest. He gets down the sideline, tight walks that sideline, turns it upfield, and one guy to beat after all that is done, and Badax makes a touchdown-saving tackle, but a little spark from Harbor Beach out of the half, exactly what they need. But right now, every drive matters. This drive needs to be a score, or I don't know if there's enough time in this game for Harbeach to come back. Two wide to the left, one to the right, two men backfield on either side of Babcock. It's a handoff to Caden Boynton around the right end, has positive yards and across the 40, lowers his shoulder and is forced out of bounds at the Badex 35-yard line. That is enough to move the chains, a 13-yard gain. Tackle made by Badex's number 17, Jack Hollingsworth, as well as Logan Miles. So much better. You see the offensive line seal the edge, and Caden Boynton, it's then his responsibility to realize, do I cut it up the middle or do I bounce it to the outside? He recognizes his right tackle has sealed off the defensive end, and there's no linebacker D back there, and Caden Boynton sprints up the sideline for his longest run of the game. 
Howard Beach now suddenly over the 100-yard mark on 11 plays of offense at 108. First and 10 from the Banax 36-yard line. Same formation except one man backfield. Tan Babcock on the keeper. Has positive yards. Dives to the far sidelines. To the 30-yard line. Has the edge. Has the first down and runs out of bounds at the 20-yard line. Pushed out of bounds and forced out of bounds by Blake Tulaski. They're going to say he stepped out of bounds at the 22-yard line. Enough, though, to move the chains for the second time on this drive. Again, by spreading out Badax, you take some of that size and that power that they've had winning in the trenches. You make them make tackles in open space. And that time, they take away Woodkey. So Babcock makes the right read, pulls it out of his arms, and keeps it himself. And then it's just a guessing game. Out in open space, he just dares them to tackle him. They can't do it. He plants his foot, cuts to the outside, like you said, and turns up the speed and gets an easy first down on what looked like a broken play. Luke Woodkey in the backfield with Tanton Babcock, hands it off to Woodkey, and he's brought down by three white jerseys at the original line of scrimmage. They're going to say a fumble on the play, but he was well down well earlier than that. He's going to get up a little gingerly, Luke Woodkey. A loss of a yard in the play brings up his second down 11. And that... And that time, Babcock needed to keep the ball again. That A defensive end got free, and he hands the ball off. And as soon as Woodkey gets the football, he is getting hit. By that's, Sam Haas. That, that's the situation where that ball needs to come back out. And Babcock probably would have had to do the same thing. Tackle me in open space and use his speed to get to the sideline. But instead, it's a one-yard loss for Harbor Beach as they go back to the spread. Second down, 11 from the 23 of Badax. Two wide each way. Tan Babcock has Keaton Boyden to his left in the shotgun. Spread formation for the Badax. Hard reach. Stay in the pocket. Dump pass to Caden Boyden. And this one is incomplete at the 30-yard line. And probably for good reason, as they're going to be calling a roughing the passer. Back as the flag flies at the 34-yard line. Roughing the passer against the hatchets. This will be an automatic first down. Move the chains forward. And that's one of them penalties that can really hurt you. Evan Shank is the guilty party. And I was watching the dump-off pass, so I did not see I what he either. did. But uh, I'm guessing it was uh, uh, probably a high tackle would be my guess. But uh, that play was going nowhere. Bad Axe had the pressure. They had great coverage to the outside, so he dumped it off to his running back. And uh, that was going to be a loss on the play if uh, or an incomplete pass at best for the Harbor Beach Pirates. So that penalty uh, gives them a little room to breathe here. So the officials walking this one off from the original line of scrimmage inside the 25. So this will be half the distance to the goal line. From the 22, they're going to put them down at the 11-yard line. Or it looks like about more like the 12-yard line. First and 10 from the 12-yard line. Harbor Beach knocking on the door for the second time tonight, trailing by 22 points with 10.35 left in the third quarter. And what we didn't get to mention, because the sample size was so small, there were some windows of opportunity for Harbor Beach. Uh, it, Luke Woodkey scored on that deep pass, but there was just another series later where that same play would have worked again. The pass was just overthrown. So they found a couple things that they think they can expose, and they've turned that into a really nice drive here out of the half. If they can finish it off with some points, then we can start wondering what the defense is going to bring. First and 10, coming back into the T formation. At the 12-yard line, 10.35 left in the third quarter. 28-6, Bad Axe leading. And Harbor Beach back in the traditional tee. Handoff to the third option is going to be brought down inside the line. Nothing going on that one at all. A little tackle made by Sam Haas on that front line for the Bad Axe Hatchets. 
And hit as soon as he got the ball, and somehow Luke Wickey falls forward for a gain of a half a yard. Really no gain on that play at all. Second down and 10. I'm very surprised. Scratch my head a little bit because they, that doesn't make they, sense. they just went 40 yards down the field effortlessly from the spread, running the ball. Uh, I know when you get closer, spreading it out doesn't work as good. The back of the end zone works against you, but uh, they were running the ball quite well from the spread. So I, I got to think they got to be going back to it sooner rather than later. And they're coming back out in the T formation. 9.50 left in the third. Still trailing by 22 points, 28-6. to six. Harbor Beach had the ball in offense for 2 minutes and 49 seconds of the entire first half. 10 Babcock on the keeper. Gets across the 10-yard line. Nothing more on that. A gain of tw 2 on the play. And now sets up a third down and long. Tackle made by Badax's Blake Tulaski and Austin Vollmering. You can see what they wanted to do. They wanted to get the ball in Luke Woodkey's hands on first down get a couple yards, and then go right back to him and fake it and roll Tanton Babcock out to the outside. That play was completely blown up as well. Babcock made a great decision to not go where he's supposed to go and just cut it up the middle and take what I can get because going outside would have turned into a loss. So now on third down and eight, anything's possible here, but you've got to expect if you're the Hatchets that a pass play is coming here. Babcock in the shotgun spread formation back for the Harbor Beach Pirates. Caden Boynton to his right. Looking to pass downfield. This one's nearly interception over intercepted near overthrown. Intended for Luke Woodkey on the near corner of the end zone. Incomplete. And now sets up a fourth down and eight at the Bad Axe 10-yard line. I guess what uh, confuses me the most is by going to the wing tee. You, you just become, lost two plays. You become predictable. They, they, they know that you're going to run the football a very high percentage of the time. And you come back down with it again. And they get to do the same thing. So on third down and eight, you go to the spread. You've also become predictable to the point where you're probably going to throw it. And on fourth down and eight, with the score the way it is, you're going to go for it again, and you're probably going to throw it. So this bad axe defense, they're going to bring pressure around the edge, and they're going to play stiff man-to-man -man defense and force Babcock to make a very tight throw in a small window. Man-to-man -man coverage for the bad axe hatches on the spread formation too wide each way. Babcock rolling to his left, has pressure all over him, throwing downfield and into the hands of Luke Woodkey. It is caught. Touchdown, Harbor Beach showing some life here in the third quarter. 8.39 left in the third. And Luke Woodkey brings in the 10-yard pass from Babcock. And that's all Luke Woodkey there. Babcock yeah. rolls out. He runs out of room. He has no choice. It's fourth down. We're behind by three scores. I'm going to throw it to my best receiver and hope he makes a play. And when Luke Woodkey gets to the back of the end zone, he plants his foot and comes back to his quarterback. He loses the defensive back for a full second. And that's all he needs to come back to the football, make a play on it, and haul it down for a touchdown catch. Great route running and understanding the situation by Luke Woodkey and Tan Babcock to connect for a very important touchdown for the Harbor Beach Pirates. Going for two, taking their time though here, as it's now 28-12. The lead for Banax cut down a little bit to 16. Play clock is already winding down. They're going to have to call timeout here or face. There it is. And there's the delay of game. And they're going to say this is going to march them back five yards as high reach wasn't even to the line yet before they called that one in. Those are costly things. You're behind in this game. Those timeouts are as important as anything right now. So to burn one on a two-point conversion is really painful. And just so makes you feel like they have to get it. It just makes you feel like you have to get it because that timeout 
can cause issues later in the fourth quarter if this game happens to get close. They didn't take the timeout. They took the five yards instead. Okay. And I suppose the silver lining, I suppose, would be you have a little bit more room to operate the spread formation out of. You do, but uh, but a little pressure here doesn't allow a receiver to get much room in the end zone. But you two, got you got to keep an eye on Luke Woodkey here. He's got to be his, the guy he's looking for. Two wide, rolling to his right, looking to pass, and McPhee hits him hard and is intercepted at the five yard line, but hits the ground. Two point conversion is no good. Babcock takes a big hit from the biggest man on the field from McPhee, and it stays 28-12. to Banax by 16 points with 8.39 left in the third quarter right here on the WLW Sports Network. Twenty-eight to twelve. Badax leading by sixteen points. Harbor Beach scores coming out of the halftime locker rooms on a three-minute, twenty-one-second drive, covering forty-eight yards, eight plays, with three first downs. Babcock to Woodkey for the ten-yard pass for the score. Big booming kick from Woodkey comes in at the fourteen-yard line, brought in by Badax's Drayden Romas, and it goes to the far sideline, dragged down by the twenty-four-yard line by Caden Boynton on special teams. Badax first and ten, right to left, cross your radio from the twenty-two-yard line. So for the home team, the Pirates, there things go their way. They get a nice kick return. They, their offense turns a three and a half-minute drive into a six points. Yes, they didn't get the two, but they get an important six. Nice kickoff there by Woodkey, and coverage is going to force Badax to go the length of the field. But you already can tell Badax is going to have that running game going. They're going to use a lot of clock. Harbor Beach hasn't made a stop yet, and if they're going to come back in this game, it starts with this defensive series on this red-hot offense trying to get them off the field at least once tonight. Single wing to the left, receiver wide to the left, working inside the right hash, and it's a handoff, a direct snap to Brown. Breaks out two tackles and drags his defenders all the way near to the first down marker, a yard short maybe, a nine-yard gain for Habadax on that first drive, tackle made by Keaton Boyton. Keaton Brown doesn't get cheated, does he? No, doesn't he does look, not. He doesn't look the biggest. He doesn't look the fastest. But he does not get cheated. A six-yard run, he gets eight or nine. It seems like every time just finds the way to, to eke out those extra yards, and that's just stuff you can't teach. Those are runs that make the next play so much easier for this team. Second down and one is ideal for this offense. A lot less than eight minutes to play here in the third, 28 to 12. Badax on offense, leading by 16 points. Same formation, splitting the hash marks at their own 32-yard line. Direct snap to Brown, reverses, and he's brought down at the original line of scrimmage. Maybe out, has that first down marker by about a half a yard. Give him two yards, and that one tackle made by Harbor Beach's number 68, Callum Rokenbuck. But that time you saw the run towards us to the left side, and you see 55, Shea Woodkey in the backfield. He completely turns that play around. Keaton Brown wants to come to the outside. He wants to utilize the sideline, and Shea Woodkey blows up that play, forces Brown to cut it up the field. Yes, they get enough for the first down, but it's a short gain, and that's what you're trying to do is shorten these running plays and force them to use all four downs on you. First and 10, they move the chains for the first time in this drive and for the 11th time tonight. 7-10 remaining in the third quarter, 28-12, Badax leading Harbor Beach. 20 and 44 in the backfield. That's Blake Talaski as well as Devin Howard. Single wing to the right. Receiver wide to the right, splitting the hash marks. 
Direct snap to Howard. Howard has a lead blocker, has lots of room to run, has the first down across the field, and he is fast, and he is gone down to the 20, to the 10, to the 5. Touchdown, Badax. And the Badax hatchets are into the end zone for yet another time, and they cross the 30-point mark at 34-12 to 12 with 6.42 left in the third quarter. Just that easy. Just a little patience. They run right to the right. They got it set up that way. They have fullback leaning that way. They have the extra back covering the tackle on that play. They run right at him. Power running formation, and it's gone. 67 yards later, Howard finds the end zone for Badax, and Griffin Meinhold perfect with his PATs tonight. Going to attempt another one. 34-12 currently. 6.42 left in the third quarter. Badax strikes again. Have not been stopped on offense so far tonight. Griffin Meinhold trying to go five for five on PATs tonight. And we have a whistle and a timeout called by the Bad Axe Hatchets. Looks like they had 12 men on the field. So they have to burn a timeout. Not probably really going to matter in the long run here anyway as they lead by 22 points once again. That was a dagger right there. You knew coming out of the half, Hard Beach was going to get the football. Objective number one is the score, and objective number two is to find your first stop of the game to make this interesting. Bad X just runs it right down their throats, explodes for a huge score, and opens this game right back up, probably to the point where there's not enough room or time for Harbeach to come back. But uh, it just goes to show how well-rounded this this midseason form Bad X team looks already with just a half of football under their belt. Still in this timeout, 6.42 left in the third quarter, 34-12. to 12. As Badax dominating every facet of this ballgame, their offense unstoppable. Harbor Beach's defense has not made a stop tonight, and Badax now has 374 yards of offense on 41 plays, 30 carries for 228 yards, 7 of 11 through the air for 146. And it's the perfect ratio, right? Just over 200 yards rushing, just over 100 yards passing. They've, they've gotten whatever they wanted, but that's a well-balanced offense in this area. You know, teams like Ubley might have a game where they run for 400 yards, they'll pass for 10, which is a good ratio for them. But other teams like this, Bad X, they're going to put up 100 yards passing on people. They are going to run for two and 300 yards on other people. Coming back out for the two-point conversion out of that timeout. Griffin Meinhold awaiting the long snap to boot through his fifth PAT attempt of the evening. It is up. Good snap. Is it through the uprights? Yes, it is. He's 5 for 5 of the night. It's now 35 to 12 on the WLW Sports Network. Bannex dominating week number one. left in the third quarter, 35-12. Bad Axe dominating in week number one over the Harbor Beach Pirates on the road in Harbor Beach. As Meinhold's kick comes into the 19-yard line by Luke Woodkey, left right across the radio, breaks out one tackle, spins forward on a second effort out to the 34-yard line. Tackle made by Bad Axe's number 40, Jake McPhee. No surprise there on special teams. And first and 10 for the Harbor Beach Pirates, trailing by 23 points. Well, their offense gets another chance here to try and score for the third time tonight. This Bad X defense has been pretty good, but 
They've only had to deal with 18 plays this game. It's been unbelievable. It's been the story of the game, though, still this bad X offense. Just unbelievable. Almost flawless today. And uh, we'll see if this defense can feed off that offense and get this Heart Beach offense off the field yet again. Coming out of the spread formation, two wide to the left, one to the right, two men backfield on either side of Babcock in the shotgun. Working just inside the left hash, left right across the radio, 635 left in the third, a little bit of a low snap, and it's a handoff, Caden Boynton, and there is the white jerseys to rip him down in the backfield. Sam Haas brings him down for a five-yard loss, back down to the 29-yard line, second down and 15. Uh, completely untouched. Sam Haas goes... Is Got his hand down on the defensive line, goes untouched, miscommunication on the offensive line, leads to a free rusher taking out the running back as soon as he catches the, uh, touches the football at that handoff. Blasted right through the line, and if it weren't Sam Haas, there have been two other white jerseys right behind him to bring him down as well. It sure feels that way. This, this Harbor Beach team has pass blocked pretty well tonight, but the run blocking, just the communication isn't there. Bad Axe has won those battles in the trenches tonight, and now Harbor Beach will go to a four-person spread offense with just Babcock and one running back in the backfield. 5.45 left in the third, running... Uh, clock running down, a handoff to Luke Wood. He has room to run across the 35, still on his feet at the 40, has the first down across midfield, inside Baddock's territory and pushed out of bounds, inside the 40-yard line, out to the 38-yard line. It looks like we have a, a cramp. Hopefully that is a cramp, if not, as he's in quite some pain here now as the 38-yard line moved the chains across midfield. That's Luke Woodkey, really the only key playmaker so far for the Pirates tonight. Well, him and Babcock certainly have, have handled that workload, but... Uh, he sure grabbed the the high the back side of that knee, the high side of the calf. So hopefully, uh, you're right, it's just a cramp. But uh, I'm not going to be the one to make that call no. from here. 5.33 left in the third quarter. Hover Beach moves the ball across midfield. And it looks like it is indeed a cramp as the Eastern Huron Ambulance crews on site to work that cramp out as fast as possible. Grab the pickle juice. So that's a good sign for the Humphrey Beach season as he's up and at it already. Has probably more than likely stretched out a few uh, of those acids running through his uh, legs in that halftime there on that big run. Sorry, right. he, he deserves a playoff here. Hard Reach is going to have to develop some of these other guys, and this is an opportunity for them to showcase that they can help contribute to this offense. Babcock hands off to Caden Boynton out of the backfield, gets out to the 35-yard line. Four-yard gain for Caden Boynton. Tackle made by Jack Hollingsworth, the linebacker for the Bad Axe Hatchets. Second down and six upcoming for the Pirates. 5-19 left in the third, 35 to 12, Bannock's leading. So at least with the spread offense, you, you saw some room to run, a little bit of daylight. Caden Boynton's had a couple nice runs. We've seen Luke Woodkey make some plays. That's even, a 32 yard run before that. Even Babcock has been able to escape and run around the outside. Hard Beach does have a little speed. They have to continue to build this offense around that and utilize it. But when they get in passing downs or opportunities to throw it, like on second medium here, other guys other than Woodkey are going to have to make these catches. Woodkey back in the ball game. Babcock in the shotgun looking to pass. Throws it quick down to the near sideline. And this one is thrown at the feet as miscommunication as number 32, Jason Oblak, did not turn around for that pass at the 15-yard line. Incomplete third down and six. And that's what I'm talking about. If he's gone away from Luke Woodkey, the, the rapport isn't there. Jacob Booms was in the area, and uh, Essling was in the area. Neither one of them were even close to it. I don't know if either one of them were looking at it. The ball went in between the both of them. Uh, could be on Babcock as well, but you can see that they don't quite have that same 
they're not on the same page throwing the ball unless it's number six. And Bad Axe recognizes that. They're taking going to take Woodkey away. They'll start double teaming, whatever it takes. So as soon as these other guys start to develop, that will help open up things on the offensive side for the Pirates. Woodkey joins Babcock in the backfield out of the spread. And it's going to be a quarterback keeper 10. Babcock dives inside, has forward progress across the 30, has the first down, and tackled forward out to the 27-yard line, brought down by Evan Shank. First down, second one of this drive for the Pirates. 10, Babcock a little ginger to get up, moving back into the huddle. So you saw they swap Caden Boynton in the slot with, with Woodkey in the backfield, and they run that read option, quarterback, running back, read option. They put the ball in Woodkey's hands, and three white defenders completely collapse on Woodkey. That's the kind of threat he's been in this game. Babcock simply takes it back and does the rest, gets an easy eight or nine yards, and makes that first down. This is where they are dangerous, showcasing their best players and putting them in open space, and they all of a sudden they're moving the chains. And Babcock hands off to Luke Woodkey, falls forward after first contact back of the 30-yard line, falls forward to the 25-yard line. A gain of two on the play, tackle made by Jake McPhee, defensive end, and everywhere on this defensive side of the ball for Badax. Absolutely. They, they, there hasn't been too many mistakes that Badax has made, but that run right there, Luke Woodkey's running hard, and that was a tough earn, two yards by him. Again, hit a yard deep in the backfield to turn it into two positive is a really nice run. Second down, eight to go from the 25-yard line on the edge of the red zone, and we have a timeout called by Troy Shelke and the Pirates. With 3.47 left in the third quarter, it's Bad X 35, Harbor Beach 12. On your home for high school football, the WLW Sports Network. Seven left of the third quarter, 35 to 12. Badax leading by 23 points. Game's never really been in question, but Harbor Beach starting to move the ball a little bit better here in the second half. They've already scored once, and now they're on the edge of the red zone, facing a second down and eight. Tanton Babcock in the spread formation almost exclusively here so far, and maybe a glimpse of, of hope here for Harbor Beach's future. This game's pretty much written itself yes, for tonight, it so it's it's more about developing everyone else and, and staying staying positive and trying to correct the wrong so you don't make as many of them next week when you play your next opponent. And that's kind of what they're working on, the offensive line trying to get sharp. But another score here would certainly make this team feel better. Babcock staying in the pocket, throwing the pass, and it's down into the hands. Touchdown, Woodkey into the end zone, hits him at the two-yard line. And looks like Woodkey is going to be called for a taunting after the touchdown. So Harbor Beach scores, adds six points to the board with 340 left in the third quarter. And looks like Luke Woodkey is going to be called for a taunting as he turned back to his defender as he crossed the line of scrimmage. Not sure if he takes after his father or his mother on that one. Of course, his parents both in the tower here to our right. PA announcer. I, I didn't see either one of them fess up to that either. I, they're both pretty quiet. 35 to That's 18. not normal either, no, is it? <laughs> So the officials trying to square this one away, trying to figure out exactly what it is. We still have not figured out what that penalty was in the first half either. I said that was homework for next week. Yes. So we'll work on that. Touchdown is successful. And then an unsportsmanlike conduct taunting against Harbor Beach. So it is now 35 to 18. 25-yard catch from 
Babcock into the hands of Luke Woodkey for his second receiving touchdown of the evening. Makes this a 17-point ball game, and now it's going to be a NFL-style two-point conversion here as they're going to be starting this two-point conversion from the 18-yard line. It's not 100% NFL style because no, guaranteed was... coaches would have taken that 15-yard penalty on the ensuing <laughs> kickoff. But 340 left in the third quarter. Harbor Beach strikes for the third time this evening. Still trailing as Mannix nearly doubling them up. Babcock, a little bit of his low snap, throwing wide open down at the 10-yard line. It is caught, and the two-point conversion is brought in by Caden Boynton. And, and now Harbor Beach has 20 points. Badax with 35. 340 left in the third quarter right here on the WLW Sports Network. 15-point lead for the Hatchets. Beach trying to get some momentum on their side and none so far tonight through the first two and a half quarters. They trail just by 15 points in this third quarter. Bad X 35, Harbor Beach 20, 340 left in the third. And Harbor Beach lining up with five on either side, but more than likely like to think potentially could see an onside kick here. It's very possible. It's can't put anything past Coach Schalke, that's and for sure. it's a squib kick that bounces down to the 20-yard line and across to the 30-yard line. Still on his feet at the 35 and tackled right there at the 35. A 15-yard return on special teams for the white jersey. Down on the bottom of the pile there, that would be number 20, Blake Tulaski. Tackle made by number 55, Shea Woodkey on special teams. 3.33 left in the third. It's a 15-point ball game, 35-20. to 20. And even though it's a two-possession ball game, Dave, doesn't really uh, – Harbor Beach has not stopped Maddox in offense yet. No, Maddox has scored on every single possession. You're absolutely right. So it doesn't even feel like this game is close. Maddox has been able to do what they wanted, when they wanted. Um, Harbor Beach, though, has found a little something on the offensive side that Maddox is clearly going to have to work on, but this offense is in cruise control right now. And off to Brown, and he's brought down in the backfield – and they're going to get forward back to the original line of scrimmage as the sophomore, Shea Woodkey, younger brother to Luke Woodkey, plays nose guard and linebacker, brings him down for no gain. He's fired up, second down and 10. Yeah, it's a great play. Finally, somebody from that linebacking core or anywhere bursting through a gap and, and making a hit. That's the first time I think I've said that tonight from that orange and black defense. And finally, I, I play for no gain. So now Badak, second and 10. Scenario they really haven't been in tonight, but I can't imagine they're worried. They, they've been able to do what they wanted when they wanted, and they've had a quarterback that's made some excellent throws tonight as well. Second down in 10 from the 35-yard line. Really the only time tonight that Ben X has had a 10-yard non-first down play they're dealing with so far. Receiver wide to the right, single wing to the right. Tulaski and Brown in the backfield. Reverse to the right side to Meinhold. He has room, and he has the first down nearly to the midfield, and that's where they're going to mark him down right at midfield for a 15-yard gain. Tackle made by Luke Woodkey as well as Matt Farmer. They faked that misdirection. They faked that reverse multiple times tonight. It was a matter of time before they brusted it out, and just like that, Harbor Beach gets a glimmer of hope on defense, and Bad Axe <laughs> completely takes it away with a double-digit yard gain and an e another first down for this offense with the ball right at midfield. That is the 12th first down tonight for the Bad Axe Hatchets. Harbor Beach has six of them. 
Five of those coming in the second half. 2.23 left in the third quarter. Clock winding down with a 15-point lead for the Hatchets. 35-20. to 20, Right at midfield. Right to left across the radio in their road white uniforms. Blue helmets. Wing to the right. Single wing to the right. Receiver wide working off the left hash. Direct snap to Keaton Brown. Cuts back inside through that B gap. And he gets out to the 45-yard line. Before he's ripped down backwards by Caden Boynton. And it's a good enough for a five-yard gain when all said and done for Keaton Brown. Second down and five from the Harbor Reach 45. Again, one of the first times I've seen tonight, Grant Smiglinski jumps out of his tackler, gets out there, and completely shuts down that sideline run. Bad X has utilized that stretch play and got it all the way up to the sideline before they get hit and get that six or seven yards with ease. That time, Smiglinski jumps out of that area, forces the run to go back to the middle where the rest of your defense is supposed to be. And that's what you need to do on the ends. Bad X, though, was still able to maneuver five yards on that play to show you how well this offensive line is blocking. Minute 20 left in the third. Bad X taking their time between every single play. Reverse to Meinhold, cuts right down the middle, and he's tripped up at the 38-yard line, falls forward to the 37. Tackle made by Jacob Booms, the junior, out of the secondary. Move the chains, though, after an eight-yard gain. Oh, my, I thought Meinhold was gone again. Tripped up by number two, Jacob Booms, completely saved a tackle. And there's that reverse and misdirection we talked about in the first half. It was coming. You could tell they've been setting it up all game, and it's Amazing to me the vision that Meinhold shows. He hasn't touched the ball a ton tonight. He will throughout the season. He's one of their most important players. But as soon as he got that reversed, if you notice he got past the center and he saw an opening and cut and was through that gap in the middle so quickly and that almost burst got him a touchdown. And he had so many options. He could have continued to go around to the sideline and had that running room as well. First and 10, direct snap to Brown, trying to get out of the backfield. And there's Smiglinski to bring him down in the backfield for a yard loss back into the 38-yard line. As big man 74, 6'4", 235-pound senior, third year on varsity. Jumps out, cuts off the sideline run. thing. Nowhere to go. This did not happen in the first half. They're finally doing it a few times and forcing some no-gain runs that time for Keaton Brown. And that will bring the end of the third quarter with a 15-point ball game, 35-20, to 20, with the Bad Axe Hatchets leading by 15 points, 12 minutes away from their first victory of the season in 2021. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network. On to the final 12 minutes. 35 to 20, Bad X leading the Harbor Beach Pirates in week number one of the 2021 MHSA season. Good to see the stands back to have the ability to get back to capacity. A good crowd here on both sides of the ball. Great turnout from the Bad X Hatchets. Harbor Beach, great turnout as well, but unfortunately not a whole lot to cheer for for the home team tonight. Uh, they've made a few plays. Uh, yeah. it's, it's happened through the air. A, a lot of... Uh, Tan Babcock, Luke Woodkey, run read options, and then throwing it to him as well. That's been their best play so far. Hand off to Tulaski up the middle, trying to get that first down. He does across the 30 down to the 27-yard line. He's going to be very close to that first down marker. Tackle made by Jacob Booms and Luke Woodkey. And do they give them the first down? It's going to be very close, an 11-yard gain regardless. And move the chains. First down for Badax. It's It's been amazing for Badax. They've have let nothing stop them. There's been twice already in this series where they've had no gain on first down. 
And the second, that very next play, they go ahead and run and get a first down anyways, get 10 or 12 to make up for the five they didn't get on the first play. And a new set of downs for the Hatchets as they are marching down the field looking to score again. 11.28 left in the fourth is a handoff direct snap, I should say, to Keaton Brown and pushes forward. Forward progress has him stopped at the 23-yard line after a four-yard gain on first down. 11.15, clock continues to roll. A 15-point lead, 35-20, to 20, tackle made by Caden Boyton. More of the same, just power running game. Badax just handling this defensive line of the of the Pirates. And it doesn't matter who's carried the ball. We've seen uh, multiple different carriers. Keaton Brown's carries have really been reduced in the second half. We've seen Devin Howard with a big run. Meinhold with a couple runs. Blake Talaski with a nice one there. So Badax showcasing they have some depth, too, that can really uh, make a team hurt if they need them to. Second down and six from the 23-yard line. 10.40 left in regulation. Single wing to the right, and it's a handoff to Blake Talaski up the middle, and he gets out to the head. Looks like he has that first down marker, and then some down to the 16-yard line. Tackle made by Caden Boynton, as well as Colin Rogamuck for the front defensive line for Harbor Beach, but not until unmoved the chains, a new set of downs for Badax. It's just like clockwork. Give him five yards and a cloud of dust. This offense has been unstoppable tonight, and they're going to cause some havoc in the West. Uh, there's going to be some tape begged for by Cass City, <laughs> by Lakers, uh, USA. They're going to want to see this tape because uh, this team has done what they wanted to people at will. I'm not sure it's a five yards in a cloud of dust tonight. I think it's five yards in a blast of humidity. Oh, that could be true, too. Ten minutes remain in regulation. Banach showing single wing to the right. And it's a direct snap to Keaton Brown. Keaton Brown finds a gap, gets through that line of scrimmage, still turning his legs and still on his feet inside the five and finally brought down at the three-yard line for a 13-yard gain. Tackle made by Harbor Beach's Matt Farmer out of the secondary first and goal for Badax. Another great run by Keaton Brown. I mean, with 10 minutes to go in this game, up two scores, and you're on the doorstep to score again. I'm a little surprised you're running Keaton Brown in this situation. You'd like him to be healthy for the rest of the year, but uh, apparently uh, no fear there, just letting him continue <laughs> to roll and get off to a tremendous start this season. And Keaton Brown getting up a little gingerly, working his way back to the sideline. Look, looks like a little bit of an ankle uh, issue there. Seems to be okay, but now he's starting to limp as he gets past the numbers to that far sideline. 9.53 left in the fourth quarter. Game easily in hand, 35-20 to 20 for the Bad Axe Hatchets. Yeah, you said it right there. It's uh, maybe one play too late over there, but hopefully it's nothing serious. But uh, you're in great shape. Go ahead and get somebody else some reps here and punch in another touchdown if you're the Hatchets. In the backfield will be number 20, Tulaski, as well as number 44, Devin Howard. Direct snap to Tulaski. Tries to find a seam. Does he get down to the end zone? He does. Touchdown, Badex. With 9.33 left in the fourth quarter, they're now across the 40-point mark. It's now 41-20. Badex leading by 21 points with a PAT upcoming from Griffin Meinhold. Just a great series by Badex. Just methodical doing what they want. They can run it right at you. They can run it around you with multiple different guys. And they have been so impressive tonight as they put up they're over 40 now 41 points looking for that seventh extra point tonight 41 to 20 933 left in the fourth quarter griffin Meinhold five for five on pats tonight if the strong side were taking place this weekend there'd be plenty of bell ringing that's for sure long snapper weighing the or weighing the snap the holder would be logan miles number three 
A beautiful kick, and it is through the uprights. He's now 6 for 6 on PATs from Griffin Meinhold. 9.33 left in the fourth quarter. 42 to 20. Maddox by 22 points in the WLW Sports Network. left in the fourth quarter. It's a 22-point lead for the Bad Axe Hatchets. Have scored on every single offensive drive tonight. That last one was eight plays, covering six minutes and seven seconds and 65 yards. Camped off by a Blake Tulaski three-yard run into the end zone. Meinhold with the PAT. Makes it 42-20. Bad Axe now with 15 first downs of the night. Harbor Beach with six. Like we said, four of those coming, or uh, five of those coming in the second half. Harbor Beach showing a little bit more light in this second half on offense, but defense still no answer for the Bad Axe Hatchets. Meinhold's kick comes into the end zone by a yard, and that will be a touchback, so Harbor Beach will start this drive with 9.33 left in regulation at their own 20-yard line. You're right about that, but I wasn't terribly worried about the offense. The, the running game bothered no. me, and we, we mentioned outside of Babcock, Babcock and Woodkey who is going to show up. Uh, Boynton showed a couple spurts, but otherwise no one has stepped up, at least in this game. And on the other side of the ball, we wondered what Bad Axe's offense would look like, who was going to be the primary ball carriers. I probably thought it would be Aaron Meinhold with 20 carries. Instead, it's quarterback. Griffin Meinhold. Yeah, Griffin Meinhold, I'm sorry. Keaton Brown is the lead back. He's the quarterback. 11 passes on the night, 7 of 11. I got to imagine his night is done, but been absolutely outstanding tonight. Howard Beach coming out on the tee. Play action out of that and is brought in by number 32 on the pass inside to the 39-yard line. That would be Jace Knoblock on the diving catch from 10. Babcock moves the chains from the 20 all the way down to the 38-yard line for an 18-yard pickup. First and 10 at 9:24. That's an impressive throw because under duress, running to your left as a right-handed quarterback, you got to throw across your body, and he puts it on the number where only Knoblock can get it. He had to leave his feet but he makes a great catch, outstands, outstretches those arms for a first down. Clock stop momentarily to move the chains. Back up, 9.15 left in the fourth quarter, 42-20. to 20. Bad Axe leading by 22 points. And they've held the ball for 29 minutes and 15 seconds this evening. Hover Beach before this drive, just 8 minutes and 12 seconds. Two receivers wide each way. Bamcock working off the left hash has... Caden Boynton to his left, and it's a dump pass to Boynton, and he tries to get in. This is pushed out of bounds by Jake McPhee, and looks like Caden Boynton hit hard, and he's rolling on the ground, but now he pops up. Seems to be okay. And he hit from Jake McPhee. You have to wonder how the other side of that tackle is going to end. Not a place that I want to be. I know I speak for you in that situation as well, but big hit by Jake McPhee. He sniffs out the screen pass. You could tell because you're watching your receivers on this side of the ball. Matt Farmer goes down the field and just quits his route and stays in front of the defensive back. And it made you wonder what was going on. You see the dump off to Boyden, but uh, it didn't matter. The linebacking core of Badak sniffed it out for no gain on the play. Maybe a yard or two at most, but uh, it wasn't going anywhere from the beginning. Second down and eight after a two-yard gain from Boynton on that catch from Babcock. 
Same formation working out the left hash once again at the 40-yard line in their own territory, right to left cross your radio in their home black uniforms. Babcock throws to the far sideline to the 40-yard line. It's brought in, and it is brought in and forced out of bounds at the 33-yard line by Jace Knoblock. And 10, Babcock is hurt, and he's on the ground back into their own 34-yard line, and he seems to be holding a lower extremity here for the Pirates. Not exactly what you want to see, but beautiful pass from Babcock, but results in potentially an injury here. you, you got to give him some credit. Uh, 17, Jake Hollinsworth comes around the edge, and Babcock knows he's going to get hit. He steps into the throw and throws it up there and trusts that his receiver is going to go get it. Jace Knobloch recognized he was underthrown. He adjusts to the ball, makes a great catch, but Tanton Babcock paid the price as he gets absolutely speared in half by Jake Hollinsworth as he still lays on the ground right now. Cruz checking out. Tanton Babcock. It very well may just be a cramp. That is the best case scenario for the Pirates as they're now setting him up. From help from Eastern Heron Ambulance crews, Warren and Ryan Ramsey. Definite relation there. And it seems to be walking off just fine, little gingerly, but such is football. So Farmer, Matt Farmer, moves into the quarterback position, number 17, also a senior. Our number 27, Josh Hessling, will be bringing the play in from Troy Schelke. 8.43 left in the fourth quarter. Babcock on the sideline. Looks like he's going to be getting that left ankle taped up. A little bit stronger. Actually, looks like they're taking the tape off. Trying to rework that ankle. 8.43 left in the regulation. 42-20. to 20, A 22-point lead for the Hatchets. Luke Woodkey Luke will be your new Well, we should have known. Go figure. Luke Woodkey in the shotgun, away in the snap. Handoff, actually quarterback keeper to the right side across the 30, down to the 25, across the 20, and drags his defender down to the 17, maybe the 18-yard line, dragging Logan Miles as well as Jake McPhee with him for the big game from the 33-yard line down to the 18. Reverse roles, right? He's used to the guy that is getting the football and then letting someone else decide for him if he's getting the ball. In this situation, he puts it in Boynton's hand. The double team comes to him, makes a perfect decision. He yanks it back out and a huge hole to run through. And Luke Woodkey doesn't miss it. A great gain on the ground for him. I call that the Connor Kettle play. That's exactly what that was. That's that's what this offense would look like if this would be a more permanent situation. <laughs> I don't think it is. I think Tan Babcock would be just fine, but uh, a great run there and decision-making by Luke Woodkey. Boyden to Woodkey's left in the shotgun. Two receivers wide each way, and a handoff to Boyden up the middle, and fumble on the play. Pops loose at the end of the play, and looks like Badax has recovered at their own 14-yard line, brought in by Evan Shank at the 14, and Badax back on offense just like that with 7.59 left in the fourth. Turnovers, turnovers, turnovers. They just are so hard to overcome. And except, But that's been Badax's M.O. the last couple of years is they forced a lot of turnovers, and here they are again. Bad Arbor Beach is making a drive late in this game, try to keep the score respectable, and all of a sudden fumble happens and Badax recovers. Those loose balls go their way the last couple of years. And if that continues, we'll be looking at a team that might defend their championship in the West. This team has been that impressive tonight. Harbor Beach now has played 30 plays on offense, much better than the first half there. That last drive, five plays, minute 34, covering 66 yards, results in a fumble. Middle, middle. 
Handoff to or direct snap to number 12. That'd be Evan Shank trying to find something there. And after all said and done, gets out for about eight, maybe even nine yards. Tackle made by Matt Farmer as well as Josh Hessling out of the secondary. Nine-yard gain, second down in the yard. And Shank, he, he runs hard, too. That's a, that's a tough run there, bouncing off tacklers. Uh, Evan Shank, impressive run there, right ahead, bouncing off of them black jerseys. And nine-yard gain, second down and one with 7.30 to go in this game. Under seven and a half now. Bannock's taking their time, facing a second and one from their own 23-yard line, leading 42 to 20 over Harbor Beach in Harbor Beach in week number one of the regular season. Cal Pokley looking to be the first coach to win in their first game against Harbor Beach since I do believe it was 1985. It was in the 80s, I believe, yes. Kevin Burns. Direct snap to Griffin Meinhold has the first down, spins out of his first tackle, is brought down at the 28-yard line. After a four-yard, five-yard gain, moves the chains for the Bad Axe Hatchet, stops the clock momentarily at 6.55 as they try to clear that pile. Tackle made by Harbor Beach's 52, which would be Levi Klasky, as well as number 55 on cleaning it up, Shea Woodkey for the Pirates. First and 10 for the Hatchets at their own 27-yard line. Next man up. You see, you see yes. Evan Shank make some nice runs. We know Griffin Meinhold can run this offense. He did it last year with uh, very little experience. So credit to this Hatchet team. They got some depth. They have some playmakers. They have some size, and they're putting it all together early. It's a great sign of things to come. First and 10 from the 27, taking their time under six and a half left. Kevin Burns in 1985, the last time a Bad Axe coach one in their first, and there's a fumble, and Harbor jumps on it at the 23-yard line. It was a bad snap, hit the hand, bounced straight up, and bounced to the left as the uh, Griffin Meinhold looked to his right, and there's Harbor Reach to scoop it up. And so suddenly they're back on offense at the, at the Bad X 22-yard line. At this point in the game for Bad X, uh, you're not happy with it, but it, it's, it's a good uh, time for it to happen. Up 22 points in this game with six minutes to go in the game. Those little things you expect to happen in week one, but when the starters were out there, when everybody was playing and this game wasn't sure how it was going to go, that team played excellent tonight, and that's just a blimp on the radar for them. So a 22-yard field to work with for the Pirates. Mind you, they fumbled at the 14 just a moment ago. A little bit of low snap, but there's bragging in. It was Luke Wickey has room to run across the 20, across the 10 to the 5, and he's dragged down at the 5-yard line by Griffin Meinhold. And a nice gain from Luke Wickey from the 22 down to the 5, a 17-yard pickup and a first down, first and goal for the Pirates, 6.09 left. Luke Wickey finding some running room. Griffin Meinhold saves a touchdown there. But my goodness, uh, what a big hole for Woodkey to run through. He doesn't miss it, selling those fakes. And I'm not sure why Bad X is buying because Luke Woodkey's the guy that you should be forcing the ball out of his hands. But nonetheless, he's selling the fakes and, and hitting those holes big time. A couple nice runs since filling in at quarterback. Bad X has held the ball just a shy under 32 minutes tonight on offense. Howard reached just under 10. Two receivers wide each way. Woodkey in the quarterback position, keeping it for himself. Goes to the near sideline, down to the three. Does he hit the pylon? Touchdown, Howard Beach. Luke Woodkey on the quarterback, keep in from five yards out. Makes a score, and with 5.49 left, it's bracket within 16, 42 to 26. Nice run. Just snap to the quarterback, design run to the left, and get what you can. And he has to run over a bad X defender, but he does just enough and crosses that goal line for a touchdown for Harbor Beach. Going for the extra point here. 
Luke Quickie, who is now acting quarterback, he also kicks the ball on kickoffs. He does everything but cleans your windows on the on weekends. And so they're going to try and get this shoe on as he has to switch cleats here for his left foot to get this one off. So they're trying to get this one in. Looks like probably about 12 seconds left in the play clock. Looks like the officials may even be helping reach out here. Fifth less than 15 now. As the long, uh, away in the snap would be number 17, Matt Farmer. As the kick is good, uh, kick is up, I should say. It has the distance, and it is between the uprights. And ring the bell for Luke Woodkey, as that one was nearly blocked. As Evan Shank nearly had his whole body in front of that. Somehow, I think it went under his armpit, as that one went through the uprights for the Harbor Beach Pirates. So it is now 42-27, to 27, a 15-point lead for the Bad Axe Hatchets, with 5.49 left in regulation. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network right here on Sports Radio 1021. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network 42 to 27 in week number one. Preview of the MAC Championship here with all this offense suddenly. 15-point lead for the Bad Axe Hatchers. Game still easily in hand for the Blue and Gold. And Harbor Beach going for the onside kick. Big bounce at the end there. And Harbor Beach has it at the 47-yard line of Bad Axe. A huge bounce at the mid-50, at right at 10 yards. Bounced well over the Bad Axe receiver and brought in by number two, Jacob Booms, for the Harbor Beach Pirates. And Harbor Beach on offense on the plus side of the field. That is exactly how the onside kick is supposed to go. A couple bounces and then straight up into the air. And that allows the re the onside recovering team to get a chance to get under that ball and go up and get it. And that time, Booms does. He goes up and gets it. And uh, just like that, Harbor Beach's offense back on the field. For those keeping score at home now, Luke Woodkey has rushed up for the touchdown. He has played quarterback. He's brought in a pass. He has kicked the ball, and now he kicked a PAT, and now he's kicked an onside kick recovered by the Pirates. I, I got to think at this point he does do windows on he, weekends. I'm starting to think so. He might, he might shingle your house as well. A handoff to Luke Woodkey as Tanton Babcock back in the ball game, and now he has a run for a loss by a yard out to the 47, maybe the 40, yeah, the 47-yard line. They'll mark him down. Second down and 11. Nowhere to go there. Bad X defense swarms into the backfield. White jerseys everywhere. And that uh, that play was probably fortunate. It was only a loss of one. Second down 11 from the Bad X 47-yard line. 518 remains in regulation. It's still Bad X 42, Harbor Beach 27. Trailing by 15. Woodkey's still in the game at quarterback, too. Oh, there we go. So Woodkey's still in the shotgun, has Boynton to his right, quarterback keep. Woodkey's across the original line of scrimmage, across the 45 and down to the 44. Brought down by Bad X's Jack Hollingsworth out of linebacking core, a gain of three on the play. Third down in eight, upcoming for the Harbor Beach Pirates at the Bad X 44. More the same for Harbor Beach. I, I, I can't imagine you're going to ask Luke Woodkey to throw the football in the situation, so... There you go. Look at that. Here comes Babcock yeah. here on third down. See now it. now the passing I, ability is there. I, I was just a few plays ahead, that's all. 4.30 left in the fourth quarter. 42-27, Bad Axe leading by 15. 
Howard Beach facing a third and eight from the Bad X 44. Two receivers wide each way. Starting quarterback Tanton Babcock back in the ball game. Luke Woodkey wide out to the left. Looking to pass, throwing downfield. This one is into the hands of this caught. Caught by Matt Farmer down to the end zone. Touchdown, Harbor Beach. Harbor Beach strikes from 44 yards out from Tanton Babcock with 4.09 left in regulation. And suddenly it is a nine point ball game. 42 to 33 with 409 remaining. Uh, it was a heck of a throw. Babcock comes in, gets his ankle retaped, slides back in the game on third down. Hey, we're going to have you throw it, and throws it on the money to Matt Farmer, who showed a little burst there, a little separation right at the end, and that throw was perfect where only he could catch it, and that momentum carried him right into the end zone. Great throw from Tanton Babcock to Matt Farmer, one of those guys we're looking for. Step up, make a play. What a great catch on his end, and Harbor Beach scores now to make it a nine-point game. Three plays on that drive for the score from 46-yard drive covering a minute 40. Matt Farmer brought in that catch. Going for two, trying to make this a one-possession ball game. Babcock looking to pass down to the corner. He's wide open. Can he not bring it in? Jace Knoblock was overthrown in that one incomplete. So it remains a two-possession ball game, 33-42. to Benex by nine points with 4.09 remaining. All Badex needs to do is continue to march down the field like they have the entire night, and they will salt this one away. Uh, but we have another onside kick coming. Uh, they have to get the ball back first. That is correct. And I'm not saying Harbor Beach has a chance in this game, but it just kind of feels like suddenly something is starting to go right for the Pirates. It is. They found a little something in their offense, but they don't really have a chance to win. That two-point conversion failure there yeah. just sealed that fate. But uh, they sure... Won't go down easy, will they? Sounds like we have some A-10 Warthogs flying over top of us here, if you're hearing that on our brand-new microphones on our field to this year. After 11, after 10 years, our old microphones finally bit the dust. I think it was too many rainstorms on our uh, right 25-yard marker there on our uh, field mic. Started to give us a little trouble, so we said, all right, let's make the investment, and now we can have the beautiful sounds of the U.S. Air Force above us. So, Harbor Beach... Trailing by nine points, 4.09. Banak still in solid control of this ballgame. 4.09 remaining. And Luke Woodkey is going to be kicking this one off from his own 40-yard line. You can more than likely expect another onside kick. Absolutely. They, that's their only chance to uh, pull off what would be an absolute miracle. Um, this game would have been just a tad bit more interesting if that two-point conversion would have been completed. That's for sure. So nine-point lead for the Hatchets over the failed two-point conversion from the Pirates. Taking their time. Deep back, the only one back for the Hatchets of this 20-yard line would be Blake Tulaski. Everyone else was in at the 35-yard line and closer. Luke Hookie sets the ball. 4.09 remains. 42-33. to 33. Now Harbor Beach breaks the huddle. Pretty quiet night out there. I think everyone's just, frankly, sweated through both shirts of theirs tonight and is trying to get to the end of the one piece. So, splitting the hash marks from the 40-yard line, right to left across your radio, Luke Wookie trying to go for another onside kick. This one goes right into the hands of DeCarlos Sageman, and he falls on it right at the 45-yard line. Beautiful reception by DeCarlos Sageman. 
And it will be bad X ball at their own 45 with 409 remaining in regulation. Yeah, that one had a little more uh, horizontal heat on it uh, and not as much touch to allow that thing to kind of knuckle and bounce. And Sajun does a great job. He covers it completely, dives to the ground, ends that play, and uh, now bad X can do what they've done all game long when their offense gets on the field and run this clock down. First and 10, left right across the radio, 4.09 remaining. A nine-point lead, 42-33 to 33 for the Bad Axe Hatchets. Wing, a single wing to the right. In the backfield, that would be Evan Schenk and Keaton Brown back in the ballgame. Direct snap to Brown, trying to find a seam. He does, has his first defender beat, gets the midfield. After a five-yard gain, Caden Boynton finally brings him down after that five-yard gain. Second down and five. Back to the basics for Bad X. Uh, Keaton Brown has to come back in as this game's gotten a little close. Uh, I'm not sure if I agree with that, but a five-yard run for him. He's uh, he's had an excellent game with 25 carries, leading the Hatchets in, in touches tonight. And that five yards is a good start for them to get a first down and run this clock out officially. Second and five from midfield, 50-yard field in front of them, three and a half to play. In regulation, leading by nine points over the Howard Beach Pirates in week number one here of the MHSA 2021 football season. Single wing to the left, working off the right hash. Hollingsworth wide to the left in the backfield. Shank and Brown. Direct snap to Brown, going to his left side, tries to cut back inside, and he's dragging his pile of black jerseys with him for a free ride across to the 45-yard line, right to that first down marker. And leading the way would be Caden Boynton as well as Thomas Marantet for the Pirates. Move the chains, though, for the Bad Axe Hatchets. First and 10, 3.07 remains. Uh, it's, it's like clockwork today, Clark. It's five yards for the Hatchets on whatever run play they want to call. It doesn't matter if they just go straight at you. Uh, this offensive line and the way those lead blockers led by McPhee, uh, Meinhold, uh, Shank has been in there quite a bit. Those guys have really set the pace for the hatchets and allowed guys like Keaton Brown to just free roll wherever he needed to go and get five or more yards, it seems like, on every single carry. Single wing to the right, working three yards inside the right hash at the 45-yard line. Shank with the direct snap, trying to feed it back outside, and Harbor Beach sniffs that one out and brings him down for a loss of a yard to the 46-yard line. Tackle made by number 74, Grant Smiglinski, defensive end, 6'4", 235-pound senior. And a timeout called by Hover Beach. That's their second of this second half. So they have one remaining with 2.28 left in the fourth quarter. Dave Hanson, I just noticed the clock. It's 9.45 already. Yeah, you noticed that, huh? No wonder the crowd's quiet out there. No kidding. So a second timeout called by Harbor Beach, trying to, main, to, to try and conserve as much clock if they can come up with a stop, something they have not done tonight against Bad Axe's offense. Cal Bogley just saying more of the same. It's worked 55 times tonight on all 56 plays for 460 yards. Uh, it sure has. Uh, and uh, Don't worry, this, this MAC football game or, or Big Ten <laughs> basketball game will be over shortly, I promise. But, uh, yeah, it's more of the same. It, it just depends on who's going to get it uh, at this point. With 27 carries, and he's been in and out of the game a couple times, I'd like somebody else to carry the ball in this junction because even if you don't get it, Harbor Beach has got to score nine points in two and a half minutes, and they're going to have no timeouts here shortly. So I'm not really too worried about losing the game, and I really could care less at this point with the score as my team showed what it needed to show in the first three quarters to beat anybody in this area. They played that well tonight, 
And uh, I just don't want any important players, uh, especially a quarterback, to get hurt in this situation. So if it's me, I'm giving Shank another carry. I'm giving uh, Blake Tulaski some run hard. I, I can give any of those guys a carry right here. And if I got to punt it away, so be it. Of course, we'll have Bad on air in weeks number eight and nine against Lakers and Ubley, both in bad acts. Snap to Blake Tulaski, pushes forward the pile down to the 41-yard line for a four-yard gain. Tackle made by Grant Smiglinski for the Pirates. 2.18 remains in the fourth. And looks like no timeout was called. Ron Rubel, the defensive coordinator, was already into the huddle expecting a timeout. None called there, though. Third down and six with 2.05 and counting here in the fourth quarter. Coach Schalke waiting to see what happens on this play, if he actually needs to use it or not here. First down, then it doesn't matter. So trusting that that defense maybe will get stopped number one tonight. <laughs> there's, I guess they did force a, a turnover. There, there, here, right? Yeah, there's always a chance, though. That's about all Harbor Beach has had on defense so far tonight, though. Single wing to the left, working off that right hash. Hollingsworth wide to the left, direct snap to Brown, reverse to Griffin Meinhold. Has the first down by a yard, tripped up at the 35 and bought down at the 34-yard line. Dan Benke was expecting a touchdown run on that one. I'll tell you what, he wasn't the only one. There, there, <laughs> there, there was a path that led to a touchdown there until that shoestring tackle. And move the chains one more time from the 34-yard line. A minute 30 left, so really, Maddox doesn't need to do anything else more here to secure their first victory of the season. Got to admit, though, what, what a fantastic game Maddox oh. played. I mean, obviously, we come in with so many question marks, you know, not seeing and knowing a lot at this time. and it, They were com so impressive coming out of the gate. There. That drive that took forever to score 18 plays I think it was <laughs> so impressive just calm cool and collective and they just they made all the plays tonight it, so many great plays tonight and they, they deserve this win and I hope they open some eyes for everybody else in the West because this team is uh, is for real. If they can play anything like this, and they are going to be a pain in everybody's neck. And Badex comes out with the Jenny Fleck offense and kneels the ball on first down. Now second and 13 with 40 seconds left, so they just need to kneel one more time. And Badex will improve to 1-0 on the season for the first time since 2015. Less than 30 seconds. There's a snap, and Badax is victorious as Keaton Brown takes the snap, kneels the ball, and that is going to do it as Badax victorious over the Harbor Beach Pirates in a shootout when all is said and done. But Badax maintains authority from start to finish, and they take out the Harbor Beach Pirates in week number one, 42 to 33 is your final. Badax wins by nine points on the road, taking out the Pirates, and Cal Pokley, the first coach since 1985, and his first victory over the Pirates in his first try. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network. We'll return in about two or three minutes maximum for your post-game show, as it's almost 10 o'clock already. We want to go home, too. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network, your home for high school football. Badax victorious, 42 to 33. Final score, 42-33, to 33, when all said and done after four quarters of play, the Bad X Hatchets 
victorious in their first try of the 2021 season, improved to 1-0 on the season, the first time since 2015 doing so. And they're off on great strides. And Dave Hansen, why don't you tell us how we got to this final drive, final score, starting at halftime. That's what I'm going to do. Bad X at the half was up 28-6. to And Harbor Beach got off to a fast start with a – Tanton Babcock to Luke Woodkey, eight-yard touchdown pass on fourth and goal. Two-point conversion, no good, 28-12. to Bad X would respond with a Howard 67-yard run. Extra point was good, 35-12. Bad X has the lead. Harbor Beach, though, responds right back. Babcock hits, you named it, Luke Woodkey, 25-yard TD catch. Two-point conversion this time was good, and but Bad X would still lead 35-20 to at the end of the third quarter. Fourth quarter, Blake Talaski, three-yard touchdown run, extra point is good. Bad X 42, Harbor Beach 29-30 to go. Luke Woodkey would come in the game, take over at quarterback, run it in for an injured Babcock, five-yard touchdown, would then turn around, kick the extra point. That would be good. 42-27, 5.49 to go. Harbor Beach recovers the onside kick. <laughs> Third down and eight. Tanton Babcock checks back into the game. Ensuing play, 46-yard touchdown pass to Matt Farmer. Two-point conversion, no good. Bad Axe would lead by nine and recover the onside kick and run out the remainder of the clock. 42-33 would be your wild final here in Harbor Beach. Bad X held the ball for 36 minutes and 5 seconds tonight. Harbor Beach had the ball on offense for 11 minutes and 55 seconds. Mind you, a few of the Harbor Beach scores were on shortened fields or long plays, but still, Bad X held the ball for 36 minutes. That is a three quarters in five seconds. Harbor Beach had the ball less than a quarter of this entire game. And, and that's why it felt like this game wasn't close, and the score maybe does disguise it a little bit, but... Bad X was the much better team. Oh, by far. Uh, offensively, the offensive line dominated at will. Those lead blockers were cleaning people up all day long, and Keaton Brown and company could run wherever they wanted. Uh, it, they could have literally uh, just pointed at random plays, and they were going to get five yards or more. And uh, there's the front seven of the Harbor Beach Pirates looked completely lost. And then on obvious passing plays, the secondary got smoked. So the defense to me, obviously giving it 42 points, it probably screams that, but they couldn't get off the field. No. The only stop they had was on a mediocre snap from the center that they happened to recover. And then the end of the game, which ended in kneels. Otherwise, every pl- every series was a touchdown for Bad X. That's a remedy of disaster for the Harbor Beach Pirates. But on the other side of the ball, the Harbor Beach, the, the Bad X Hatchets, though, talked about how good their offense was. Their defense was good early when it had to be. Yes. I think they put it on cruise control in the fourth quarter and just kind of let this thing run out. But this defense is what excelled last year. But one thing they did do very well is they caused pressure and they forced turnovers. They got two fumble recoveries tonight, and that's going to keep them in games if the offense were to have an off night. But – Griffin Meinhold's automatic from extra points. <laughs> that can be a weapon. He's a great guy kicking the ball off deep into other people's territory. This team doesn't have a lot of weakness, Clark. Well, when you have a pretty much a, almost a guaranteed PAT, that's a tonight was an additional touchdown. Six points, automatic, just because you can kick it through the uprights almost every single time as long as the snap's good and everything else goes right. And they were. But they, they were. were. They were. Altogether, Bad Axe had 60 plays of offense for 464 yards altogether, 49 carries for 318 yards and four scores. 
passing the ball 7 of 11 for 146 yards and two touchdowns. Impressive night across the board. Keaton Brown leading the way on the rushing attack. 29 carries, 157 yards, and two scores. Devin Howard, three carries, 70 yards, and a score. Griffin Meinhold, four carries, 32 yards. And Blake Tulaski, seven carries, 32 yards as well. In one touchdown, and then Evan Schenk, six carries for 27 yards. Keaton Brown, seven completions on 11 attempts, two touchdowns for 146 yards. Receiving the ball, two receptions. Griffin Meinhold for 77 yards and a touchdown. Jake McPhee, three receptions, 47 yards and a score. Jack Hollingsworth for one reception, 12 yards. And Drayden Romas with one reception for 10 yards. On Howard Beach's side, things were looking very dire in the first half as far as their offensive stats. Bodes well in the second half here, but regardless, still a loss. And Habanek's dominated from start to finish. Harbor Beach with 35 plays of offense for 338 yards, 21 carries for 123 yards, 7 completions on 14 attempts for 215 yards, and 4 touchdowns, 1 rushing touchdown in the evening. Luke Woodkey, 10 carries, 74 yards, and a score. Ten Babcock, uh, the quarterback, 6 carries for 37 yards, and Caton Boynton, 5 carries for 12 yards, but 2 fumbles, unfortunately. Passing the ball, Tanton Babcock was... Uh, 7 for 14, he did throw all the passes. That is right. Luke Woodkey played quarterback but did not pass the ball. Correct. Uh, Tanton Babcock, 7 of 14 for 215 and four touchdowns. That's a good QDB rating. Receiving the ball, Luke Woodkey, three receptions on six targets for 115 yards and three touchdowns. Jace Knoblock, two receptions, 54 yards. And then Matt Farmer, one reception for 44 yards in that final touchdown. Caden Boynton, one reception, two yards. Matt Hessling, one target. Defensive side of things, Maddox with 27 tackles, 3 tackles for a loss. Harbor Beach, 69 tackles, just 2 tackles for a loss. Harbor Beach's defense had to have been tired as Maddox just continued to just hit him for 5 yards every single play. Tonight, they averaged 7.7 yards altogether, rushing the ball 6.5 yards every time they carried the ball. It's funny because Harbor Beach averaged 9.7 yards a place, but just goes to show you that 60 plays compared to your 35, Bad, Bad X was obviously more efficient. Uh, there was never a scenario where they were in trouble. Uh, on the Harbor Beach side, I don't really have much to say for the defense. They they just completely uh, got their butts whipped tonight. Uh, they, they did get a lucky turnover later in the game, but otherwise they got beat up, and uh, – Hopefully this is a learning curve and not something that gets the morale down, but that defense got beat up pretty bad. On the offensive side, come super impressed with Tanton Babcock. I thought he slid into that role. I thought he would do well. He even exceeded that expectation. Um, 7 of 14 was about as worst as he could have done. He, he made one overthrow that would have got him another 60 yards, would have got him another score. It was an easy throw that he wanted back, but he made a couple tough ones, uh, a couple ones where guys were – covered and he may he threw them open and that's those are throws you see on saturday prime time you see on sundays some great throws uh, which gives harbor beach some hope luke woodkey is as solid of a player as they come but uh after that somebody has to help matt farmer made one nice catch for a score but otherwise you didn't recognize his name he's got he's got to get open more he's got to showcase that he can catch the ball a canoe block's going to develop i'm sure so caden boynton Got to hold on to the football, man. You know, like, I'm sure he will first game, but it's all bad X tonight. It's uh, Keaton Brown was the story of the game. Absolutely outstanding. And, and, and the team around him just worked together so well. Dave Hansen, final thoughts from tonight? Uh, no, play, no doubt about our player of the game, Keaton Brown. was yes. absolutely outstanding. I, I think that was pretty obvious tonight, but uh, almost flawless. Uh, very few bad decisions. Um, makes great decisions for an underclassman. 
uh, showed some arm strength, accuracy, and being able to manage a team. He ran the ball very well. He's, his vision is great. Uh, he's got good speed. He's strong. He's the total package, and, and this Bad Axe team has what it takes to be an outstanding team in this area. They have size. They have speed. They have depth. Uh, this team is playing together well, and there wasn't much other than nitpicking things in week one to tell you that they did wrong. 460-plus yards on 60 plays is absolutely incredible. And if they continue to play like this, look out west. As they host the Kansas City Red Hawks at home on next Thursday, September 2nd, before hitting the road at USA and then at Sandusky, and then fourth or five last games of the regular season at home. Congratulations to Paul P. Adams for the victory in the media round table. That would be his first victory in... Three seasons, Three seasons on the media round table there. So Paul Adams with the early advantage in the media round table. Congratulations to Keaton Brown, our Thompson Chevrolet player of the game, for looking for that late, that new model Chevrolet. Look no further than the hills of Ubley find new roads. On behalf of Dave Hansen, Doug Cole, Dan Banky, I'm Clark Ramsey. Thank you for listening tonight. It was a thriller and a marathon here as the final score of the Bad Axe Hatchets, 42-33, to taking out the Harbor Beach Pirates, improving to 1-0. And Cal Pokley, the first coach since Kevin Burns in 1985 to take out the Harbor Beach Fires in their first try as a head coach. Tonight's game broadcast is brought to you by Thumb Sailor and Agar Valley Services, DS Services of Cass City, Kotick Radiator and Air Conditioning of Bad Axe, Rainey's Hunting Center, the Here and Daily Tribune, North Star Bank, Huron Auto Parts, Countryside Transportation, McVeigh Insurance Agency, Bayport State Bank, Elber Insurance, Thumb Bank and Trust, and Sure Health. We'll be on air next week, Mount Pleasant Sacred Heart at Deckerville Eight Player Football. We'll see you then. This has been a presentation of the WLEW Sports Network, powered by AgriValley Services, on Sports Radio 102.1 FM, and live and worldwide at WLEWsports.com. Like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter. Just search for WLEW Sports. Your home for high school football is the WLEW Sports Network.